Piper, you want to say the intro for today's episode? Give her a second. She's shy. There it is. Thank you. Piper, the podcast mascot, everyone. Hello, cinephiles, and welcome to Silver Screen Sips, a podcast where two idiots talk about movies. And today is our listeners episode, volume 12. <laughs> Did you hear her? Yeah, in the She's background. She's excited. She's excited for the episode. Yeah, excited, Piper. Uh, just a reminder, there are spoilers ahead for movies and TV shows that you may not have seen yet. So just know you've been warned. Uh, the movies we will be spoiling today will be Bones and All and Total Recall. For those who don't know, I got a kitty. Um, her name is Piper. She's very cute. If you follow no. me on Instagram, you've probably seen her by now. Um, what's her full name? Got to give her full name. Piper Soup. Soup. Her original name was Soup, so we wanted to keep it somewhat incorporated. So it's Piper Soup. Soup. Um, so I do apologize in advance if there's meowing in the back. She's an attention whore. <laughs> Just like her Just mommy. Just like her mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Isaiah, yeah, what did you watch today or I this watched, week? I watched Total Recall, nineteen ninety one, the the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. This movie was suggested to us by Daniel P. Shout out to Daniel. Uh, message from Daniel says, "Whoever likes for whoever likes insanity, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, you, all right, yeah. Who isn't down for some little insanity? I mean, we I do love uh, David Lynch, and all of his movies are just acid trips. So <laughs> Wait, it's David Lynch." Yeah. No, oh, I didn't know he directed it. No, he didn't direct this movie. I'm saying that just David. Oh, I like oh, David Lynch movies, and it happened to be a seven. No, this is uh, this is Varhoven. Um, Joel Varhoven. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say that does not sound like a David Lynch kind of movie. No, no, he did the he did Dune, which is kind of like his most like real. Not the not the new Dune, the oh the 80s Dune. He did like a. I was gonna say. Yeah, he did that one, and that was like the most normal movie he's ever probably done. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, but no, pa- Paul Ver- Verhoeven did this one, and he did RoboCop, uh, Starship Troopers. He's super, super Dutch. <laughs> anyway. Interesting. Okay, okay. Yes. Now, to give you a plot synopsis of this movie, it is uh, based off a Philip K. Dick novel, and I love Philip K. Dick. That, I mean, he's literally love, like one of the guys. You love Dick? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> nice. So Philip K. Dick, he's like one of the godfathers of um, cyberpunk. So all of his stuff, like you've seen his stuff, he did the original, uh, the original book for Blade Runner. So mm. Blade Runner, Blade okay. Runner is based off a book. He did that. Um, the Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon. If you've seen that, um, there's a lot of sci-fi, like a lot of sci-fi movies are inspired by his stuff. So I really like him, his stuff. Now, um, this one's basically about a dude who wants to go to Mars. It's in the future. He wants to go to Mars, and he is very, but he can't go to Mars. Like he, you know, it's it's one of those like resort things and it's another planet. He lives on earth. He's like, Oh, I can't afford that. Um, and so he decides to go get a memory implant, which is basically the equivalent of having the memory of going to and going to Mars. So he gets the implant. However, they offer special packages. And so one is to be a secret agent. And so he gets implanted being secret agent. And then it kind of goes haywire from there throughout the whole plot. And to jump right into it, one of the things I do like about this movie is that it kind of, <laughs> She just typed on the keyboard. Did you see it? No. In the document <laughs> where it says recall five 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 five. Okay. No, I didn't see Anyways, that. Um, continue. Yeah, no. Uh, so 
yeah, to jump right into it, one of the one of the things I like about this movie is that it really keeps you on. Is he actually like it's written in a way of being like, is he actually playing out this fantasy that his memory is implanted in? And they play with it too. Like there's scenes like kind of like playing with it of is he actually playing out this fantasy or is he actually a thing? Because it goes from like they implant the memories, but then the memories kind of go crazy and it's like, oh, he they didn't put the memories in. He's actually a secret agent. Mm. And then, hmm. but is he like it? Kind of goes back and forth. So I like that it kind of puts you on your toes. And even towards the end, you don't really ever know. Mm-hmm. Kind of have to like figure it, put it out together. You have to like put it together yourself, which I I thoroughly enjoy. I like I like when they do that. You're gonna be ambiguous, go all the way. <laughs> now, some other so some things about this movie is that uh, I expected it to look a little more futuristic, given that it's supposed to take place in the future where like this type of technology exists. But it kind of felt more. It felt just like 80s. Like it felt like an 80s. It felt movie. like an 80s movie with like a futuristic shine, like filter over it. Like things, like things you expect to be futuristic aren't. Mm-hmm. Say like the guns. They're just regular guns, and they're not even like made to look or sound like they're in the future. They just kind of just shoot regular bullets, and they're they just look like M40s and nine uh, millimeters. Like it just it just looks normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the cars, they just look like they're 80s cars, but instead of having smooth, like they're just made of like cubes. <laughs> like they're cute. They just got a few more polygons, basically. Um, and stuff like that. It's just, it, I, with this kind of movie, I expect them to go over the top. It's just like going, I wouldn't say CGI because it, this is this is 1990, but I expected a little more instead of just things like being very smooth. And yeah. it just, it just, I expected more. Um, it just had like a semi-future undertone instead of having it go full on. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Now, mm-hmm. this movie's way bloodier and goyer than I thought it was. It definitely is an 80s action movie and it is definitely a rated R 80s action movie. I did not know it was rated R. Yeah, no, so people's arms get cut off. There's um there's like whoa. There's uh deformities like there's a bunch of people called mutants because uh they live on Mars and the radiation from the the radiation deforms them and stuff. So there's a lot of mutants, uh, mutations and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, oh, I thought, and now everybody knows the famous three boob lady. <laughs> Are you aware of this? Um, I, I feel like I am aware of this. Yes. The three boob lady, I thought it was like an augmentation, like someone, she did like an augmentation so that she could, you know, because she's like a prostitute. No, it turns mm-hmm. out that's a mutation. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So yeah, not that, by choice. That was, yeah, so that was, um, that happened. Interesting, uh, interesting. Also, there is nudity, so it's added to the radar. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wasn't expecting that. Uh, now, there's a, they use a lot of prosthetics. So there's a lot of prosthetics that are reminiscent of, my God, what's it called? Uh, my God, what's the blanking on the name? Cur- the Thing. Sorry, The Thing. Ah, yes, The Thing. If you've ever seen the original th- Thing, it is a lot of prosthetics. I mean, it's not as crazy and gory, practical. but like this one, yeah, like practical prosthetics you can tell mm. the prosthetics because they're very rubbery and they're very weird looking and they you can tell that it's is, is, is not right because mm-hmm. <laughs> it just looks so off-putting it's funny to look at but then when you see someone's head explode with um a prosthetic because you can tell they're just pumping it full of air and you know stuff is, their eyes are bulging out of their head and their skull is getting like three times the size it's it's very uncanny valley but yeah. also hilarious to look at <laughs> oh my god uh it is and it's very grotesque very grotesque now one of the one of the things I do towards the end of the movie, there is a part where some you know we call it the bad guy is going to get defeated and stuff like that. He's out on side. Hi, Piper. I'm so sorry. She's crawling up on my shoulder now. 
continue. Uh, so the bad guy dies, right? They end up like throwing out into space somewhere, and the prosthetic of his head is going to explode. Except Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, I forgot the the love interest in the movie, the two mm-hmm. main people. They also end up in space for a second. And they're like shaking and their heads are about to explode and stuff like that. And then, oh, but air comes to them. So they're fine. And I'm like, there's oh no God. human, there's no humanly, there's no human possible way that you could survive in the vacuum of, of like a, a non atmosphere planet for as long as they did with their heads about to look, looking as bad as they did with their heads exploding at that level and then be fine. <laughs> Just get up like, oh, I have air. I'm fine. Makes me think of um, Princess Leia in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. She's just. Oh, I have the force. Let me just. Ooh. Oh, let me just tell. Like, let me just travel through space and be totally fine. Yeah, we don't. We don't talk about that. What? No. The movie is a solid sci-fi movie. Uh, for its time, I do think. Wait, I think the Total Recall with Colin Farrell that came out in like 2012 is pro- is way worse. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. I I haven't seen it in a very long time, but I don't remember liking it because it's 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 like PG-13. It has not like there's no reason for it. Like it's it's. It's just, eh, it's very, eh. mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um, there's my mini review of that one. <laughs> but uh, I did give this one a four out of five because it is a solid action movie. Like for its time, oh, wow. if you, it's a nineties sort of slash eighties. Cause they've kind of made it in the eighties. It's very, it feels very eighties. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's, it is what it is. It's a timepiece. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have heard of it, but I have never seen it myself. Um, had no idea that that's what it was about. So. Oh yeah. What do you call it? Philip K. Dick's, um, his novels are wild like i'm he had like he suffered from alcoholism he was not he was all over the place but he was one of the most iconic writers well he made a banger of a movie yeah it sounds like would you like to take a moment um for a little sponsor break no we should have piper do it piper should do it he actually is asleep in my arms right now Um, wow that was so quick i know it's just like that I wish I had that ability. Same. I would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor of today's episode, Shaker and Spoon. It's a monthly subscription service that gives you bar quality recipes and ingredients designed by award-winning mixologists. Their latest box, Totally Tequila, features incredible tequila Blanco cocktail recipes. If you'd like your very own box to drink along with us, then head on over to Shaker and Spoon and use promo code SIPS10 to get $10 off your first subscription. That's promo code SIPS10 to get $10 off. Piper would like you to go get it. Yes. And if you don't, then... You have hurt a kitty's feelings and you are a soulless person. I mean, cats don't have souls either, though. So don't say that about her. Okay, I would like to talk about my uh, film. Yes. That I watched. It was suggested by Aaron T. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron. Um, And it was Bones and All. With Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. um, Chalamet. can I just say what a movie it was crazy. So let's, let's start with what it's about. Right. Mm-hmm. So the movie is basically um, about a cannibal shocker spoilers. It's about many cannibals, but it's about oh, this main girl. <laughs> yes. It's about this main girl um, played by Taylor Russell. Uh, her name's Marin in the movie. And she grew up her whole life being a cannibal since she was like a little kid. She gets to the point where her father, who's the only one taking care of her at this point, just can't do it anymore. And he leaves her by herself. And he's like, you've got to deal with this. I can't keep covering for you, basically, because she's like killed people, you know. Oh, so he leaves her. 
and she kind of like doesn't know what to do. So she just kind of goes traveling to go look for her mother who's kind of just disappeared and she doesn't know where she went. So she's like, I know what state she's in. I'm just going to go try and find her. So it's kind of a coming of age road trip movie um, with a twist. Yeah, it's such an interesting thing to say. <laughs> yeah. After starting it with, it's about cannibals. <laughs> yeah. So along the way, she finds Timothy Chalamet, um, who plays the character Lee, who is also a cannibal. Um, and she also comes across another character played bar- by Mark Rylance. Um, his name is Sully in the movie. Sully is just a creepy old dude. That's pretty much all you need to know. And he's also a cannibal. Is this like, you know how we always think about like, what if a serial killer met another serial killer? Mm-hmm. Like the, what are the odds of that happening? And then when yeah. you're telling me that the odds in this movie are that, oh, all three, these three people can just be cannibals and find each other. Well, apparently the cannibals can kind of smell each other out. Like it's almost like a, like the movie kind of treats it as like not a superpower, but kind of like a superpower type thing where it's like, oh, cannibals have a certain smell to them and like they can smell people when they're on the verge of dying and stuff like that like they have a certain like sixth sense about that stuff so that's how she was able to find the others is because you can smell them (laughs) okay (laughs) so anyways she hangs out with sully for a bit he's creepy and weird so she kind of dips runs into timothy chalamet and the two of them fall in love and, you know, they have their ups and downs. They struggle with the cannibalism and almost getting caught because they're eating people. And then you think it's happy, happy, living, have, whoa. Mm-hmm. I just had a stroke. Sorry. <laughs> you think they're about to live happily ever after because they're living together and everything. And then boom, Sully comes back and he's weirder than ever. He's fucking freaky, dude. And he tries to like, he, it's a weird scene. He like tries to cuddle with like the girl and it's just like a really weird scene. And Timothy Chalamet walks in and they kill Sully basically. But in the process of killing Sully, Timothy Chalamet gets stabbed. And it basically ends with Timothy Chalamet telling Taylor Russell to eat him. <laughs> and... He's like, please, like, before I die, that's all I want is for you to eat me. So the movie ends with her eating Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) It was an insane movie and it's very gory and um, shot beautifully, might I say. Very, very well, very well done in that regard. Um, I think the acting was amazing by all parts, especially um, Sully's character with Mark Rylance. I think he did an amazing job at being a creep. I think the story was interesting. I know the way I just described it probably sounds fucking weird and it is weird, uh-huh. but so is Saltburn. And that was also a fantastic movie. I saw Saltburn. What'd you think of it? No, you, you, well, you finish. Okay. movie today will be Saltburn. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, I wish they, my only gripe with the movie really was like, I wish they had flushed out Lee and Marin's character, the Timothy and Taylor's characters. Um, I just felt that it was kind of rushed and they probably could have cut out. I'm mean, as much as Sully's character was iconic and like a really good part of the movie. I felt like they could have used some of his time flush out the relationship between the two of them instead and make it a little more meaningful and impactful. 
And I think the creepy old guy being the climax of the movie was a little predictable. That was about it. Everything else was awesome. So I gave it a four out of five. Interesting. Definitely. Um, that's one hell of a plot. <laughs> yeah. 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 So thank you, Aaron, for that. Um, okay. Let's talk about Saltburn. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you think of it? I'd, I gave it a two out of five. <laughs> what? No way. Uh, yes. Now, the movie, I will give it, is shot amazing. The aspect ratio, the way, the, the colors, everything that is kind of like put together. And especially with like the way they work with reflections in it mm. is great. I, I think that's great. The story, the plot. Also, oh, by the way, the acting is on top. It's like top notch. The, no way. Oh, any yeah. human, no way. Any human. We, what is his name? Barry. Co- 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 yeah. Barry Keoghan. I think his I name think is so. how you pronounce it. My God, that guy is. I, where is his Oscar? Not just for this movie, but like in general, that man is like a God tier actor. I just watched him in Killing of a Sacred Deer and he did fantastic in that as well. I know my review of this, my review of, the, of uh, Saltburn was Barry Cohen is playing in yet another crazy psychopath a little too well. <laughs> For real. He's really good at those roles. I've noticed. Yeah. Except yeah. he's in Dunkirk, which is not a crazy role. A very talented actor. Yeah. I just, but this movie, what the hell is happening, bro? <laughs> Listen, if no one has seen Saltburn, I, this is the one movie I will not spoil because you just need to go watch it. It's an experience, and you're hearing it, it from both experience. a person who hated it and a person who loved it. <laughs> I loved it. It's definitely one of my top movies of 2023 because it technically came out 2023. I also agree it's shot very well. I mean, the story, I mean, I don't know. I, I will disagree with you on the story. I think the story was very well done. I think the story got predicted. I think it, it was, at first I was like, I'm I really think it was this. predictable. Interesting. If they didn't write him out to be such a weirdo, I wouldn't have expected it. But because they mm-hmm. they wrote him as such a psychopath, I was expecting him like, oh, when is he? When is he actually gonna? When he actually did what he was gonna do in the climax, which without spoiling it is like, you know, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to explain it without spoiling it. But basically, you know, yes, I know. He's like he he pulls a he pulls a psychotic move, and I'm like, oh, because he's been acting like a crazy person the entire movie. I kind of expected that. Had they done that, like, if had they had the other characters do the stuff that he was doing. And then he and then they made him out to be the normal guy. And then he then did that. Like then it turned out he was like the raging psychopath. Then I'll be like, holy crap, this is this is God's here because like no you know, you that's a plot twist. I'll be like, oh my god. But since they wrote him as the crazy person, everyone else seemed normal. And then when he did some psychopathic moves, I was like, Oh, this is definitely what I expected of him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like okay. this, and then especially especially for the climax, that was very tame for the rest of the stuff he was doing. <laughs> yeah, can I just say though? Okay, there's three scene, four, four scenes in this movie that have stuck with me, and without spoiling them, these are the four: vampire scene, bathtub scene, graveyard scene, hospital bed scene. But yeah, this is one of those movies where it's like, I actually don't want to spoil it because I want people to have genuine reactions. Yeah, like you should not go, you should not look up this movie. You should just go into it blindly like I did. That's insane. Well, um, do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap up today's episode? It's super short today, but. It is. But um, you should definitely go watch Saltburn. Go watch Saltburn. And then you can go in the comments and be like, why did you make me do this? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. And if you have seen Saltburn, tell us what scene got you the most grossed out or the most you had the most visceral reaction to. There was many. We'd love to hear. <laughs> there are many. And I'm curious which one got you, because for me, it's the hospital bed scene. Got me the most. Is Was this an A24? It felt like an A24. No, it, it was though. not. It was not. No, it was, I think. No, it was not. Okay. <laughs> Amazon Prime. There's no way. It's, a, it's not a Prime original. Google it. Oh, my God. It's a Prime original. <laughs> Holy shit. Crazy. Emerald oh Fennel. God. Or Emerald Fennell, however you say her name. What job well done, my lady. Thank you for listening to today's episode and huge shout out to Daniel and Aaron for your awesome suggestions and for our addition to Saltburn. Um, Sorry, today's episode was so short, but I guess we're just kind of... Isaiah just got back from vacation. I have a kitty on my lap, so I'm kind of tame right now. If you have any movies you'd like to you'd like us to watch and review for our next listeners episode, then go on, go on and send those in to silverscreensips at gmail.com. And if you don't follow us already, then be sure to follow us on Instagram. So you get any and all updates regarding the show. Uh, now the results are in for our season poll for season 16. Mm-hmm. You guys had to vote between Indiana Jones and the Jason Bourne series. And you guys voted for, Drum roll, please. Cat meows, please. I can't drum roll. Wake her up. You have to drum roll. Uh, you can't hear it. My no expression's on. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones. Woohoo. Indy. Anyways, thank you, everyone who voted uh, for the season. And we will see you guys next week in season 16 with our first episode. The Raiders of the Lost Ark, which I have not seen since I was probably like seven years old. Oh, she's awake. I know. Good timing. See you guys. Bye.